0: Good afternoon. There's been another Sydney shooting, this time in the city centre. An elderly man wounded, another arrested at an office on Castle Ray Street. Jodie Lee is there. Jodie, what happened in the city today?
1: Good afternoon and well this took place inside the office of a law firm on the ninth floor of this building on Castle Ray Street that also houses the Greek consulate. We understand that two men both aged in their 70s were involved in some kind of disagreement before one man has shot the other in the groin. Office workers, quick-thinking office workers, then sprung to action. Some of them uh, administered first aid to the victim while others restrained the alleged gunman until police arrived
2: the people inside the office were very brave they restrained the offender until police arrived what type of firearm was used it was a small color bar semi-automatic pistol
1: the victim is this afternoon being treated at the nearby St Vincent's Hospital but we do understand he's in a stable condition. As for the alleged gunman, he is with detectives at Day Street Police Station but is so far proving uncooperative. We don't yet know what the relationship between these two men is but no doubt that will form a key part of the police investigation. Anne?
0: Jody Lee reporting from the city. Thank you, Jodie. There's been a fresh outpouring of grief and heartache following the discovery of the bodies of Sydney couple Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. Floral tributes continued to grow outside Mr Baird's Paddington home where the two men were murdered and a vigil was held in their memory overnight. Robert Avadia reports
2: it's now nine days since police allege Jesse Baird and Luke Davies were shot dead in this Paddington Terrace behind me, their bodies were found yesterday and that sense of finality has been a crushing blow, not only for their friends and families, their neighbours here, but also the wider gay community in the eastern suburbs. We still see a constant stream of mourners here to pay their respects. The floral tributes are growing, not only from people who are friends, but equally people who didn't know the gentleman but are just so affected by what happened.
3: We have kids just a little bit older than these guys, so it's just tragic parents with um, broken hearts.
2: Also affected by this, of course, is the New South Wales Police Force. This has come as an enormous shock. It is hurtful to many of them. And in the words of an inspector, they wanted to demonstrate with this investigation, we're getting a result from the family, that what Bo lamar is alleged to have done does not represent the force.
0: It sends a shiver right throughout the whole of the New South Wales police force. Uh, You know, they don't expect one of their own to commit an alleged murder. But at the end of the day, they do their job. And they demonstrated that by being so dedicated to this search and finding the bodies. In
2: tandem with the homicide investigation is a critical incident investigation where police investigate police here. A police officer is alleged to have murdered two men. The critical incident investigation will examine not so much what happened here, but why it happened and how it could have been prevented. That will include looking into Beau Lamar Condon's background.
0: Thanks, Rob. Cost of living relief has been locked in for households after the government's stage three tax cuts passed the Senate last night. Political reporter Ben Downey reports on the change and when taxpayers will receive the benefits.
4: Not until July 1 will Australians see changes in their pay packets, but the government is hoping voters will reward it at the ballot box this weekend with the cuts passed in time for the Dunkley by-election. The Melbourne seat is precisely the middle Australian era both the government and opposition are targeting. Under the changes, each voter earning less than $150,000 will be better off than under the original Coalition plan, with all taxpayers, even those on high incomes, set to receive a cut with any earnings between 18 dollars to $45,000 taxed at 16% instead of 19 and earnings from there up to $135,000 taxed at 30% instead of 32.5%. It's a prospect the Greens and all the opposition wanted to stand in the way of waiving the changes through the Senate last night, around a month after the Prime Minister broke his election promise that they wouldn't be changed. People know that this was not an easy decision but it was the right decision done for the right reasons and it's good economic policy as well.
1: Australians will be very pleased to receive whatever they can in their pockets right now but they won't forgive the Prime Minister for the lie that he's told more than 100 times since the election.
4: Independent Senators Bob Catter and Andrew Wilkie took a different approach to the cost of living crisis this morning, dressing as pigs representing Coles and Woolworths with their snouts in the trough while pitching draft legislation that would see the supermarket's oh, power reduced. God. The Prime Minister pivots now directly to the by-election mode with recent polling showing the opposition is gaining ground in Dunkley.
0: Labor have slammed the former government for pork barrelling following a damning Auditor-General report. A review into the $5 billion West Invest program funded by the sale of WestConnex found the fund lacked integrity and projects were chosen based on political reasoning rather than merit.
2: They had bungled that program and turned it into another pot for pork barrelling.
0: The former Treasurer, who was given authority to choose the projects, has rejected the claims. Prince William has pulled out of an event at the last minute due to a mysterious personal matter. As Hugh Whitfield reports, the heir to the throne missed a memorial service at Windsor Castle for his late godfather.
3: The Prince of Wales was due to give a reading at the memorial service for King Constantine of Greece who was also Prince William's godfather. His absence though has only been explained by Kensington Palace as being due to a personal matter. We understand it's not due to the death of Thomas Kingston, the husband of one of William's distant cousins, Lady Gabriella Windsor. It's also unclear whether William couldn't attend due to his wife's ongoing recovery from abdominal surgery. The Princess of Wales is said to be doing well, but Adelaide Cottage, where they live with their three children, is not far from Windsor Castle. Queen Camilla was, in effect, the host for the day. The King continuing his cancer treatment, having returned to London, A fair smattering of European royals, including the Spanish King and Queen and VIPs from around the world. In the spotlight though, the Duke and Duchess of York, Prince Andrew alongside his ex-wife, Sarah Ferguson. They still live together. They were leading the royal family pack into St George's Chapel. We are told though, they were attending in a private capacity.